Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is luxury healing, baby. <laughs> Find the business that pays, right? I'm not going to be out here spending a bunch of money on things that are just going to make me sad and I'm going to have buyer's remorse. I'm going to spend the money on things that make me feel good, people that, you know, make me feel good and, and go on places that make me feel good and, and things that about luxury healing, some of us didn't even make it to hear this show. So I think that we all need to be cognizant of the fact that just to be living is a luxury. So when we talk about luxury healing, it's not always going to be cute. It's not always going to be free. Healing costs money. You think jail don't cost money? <laughs> and when you're in an unhealed space and you go to jail, that costs money. You know, when you're in an unhealed space and, and you're doing things, you know, to your kids or you're, you're not paying your child support or you're not paying your dues in the community, those things in the end will cost you money. That's a luxury that a lot of us don't have. am here and it is Tommy Q Tuesday. It is actually September 9, 2020. So that's 9-9-2020. And guess what else, y'all? Mars is in motherfucking retrograde and it got the nerve to be in the planet of Aries, which is also the god of war. So if you've been ready to pop the fuck off and just real agitated and easily swayed this week, that's probably why. So you can say you don't believe in all that interplanetary shit, but I do. You would be very foolish to think that we just out here existing on our own without ancestral help and, you know, celestial help. So the show is called Trigger Warning. And I put that out there because I'm probably going to have a nervous breakdown on the show. And the reason that's going to happen is um, – I got to deal with some shit. And we oftentimes see black women and Latino women trying to hold it the fuck together. And I want to let y'all understand that. Your DMs, your emails, all that shit. Dear auntie, we got thousands of readers. We're so thankful. And um, I don't, for as much as I talk, I don't really talk about the shit that's bothering me because I saved that for the books. I saved that for the shows because, like I said, nobody profits off my pain but me. You do some fuck shit to me, I'm going to turn it into a show and I'm going to make money. I make money doing this. Okay? Um, prior to even all the Mars and Aries shit during the quarantine, I knew that there was a reckoning coming. And I knew that because I just, my, my, my spirit started shifting. 
funny isn't funny anymore. Um, my views on love and relationships were shifting. What I thought I wanted, I did not want anymore. My views on parenting shifted. Um, where I've always had a joyful black boy, but it just was really important for me to make sure that that was what was happening. And um, I had to finish the book. And y'all know, like, y'all all like, oh, where's the book? Where's the book? And I just, I can't because I, it's not that I refused. I just, I couldn't. Um, my books are literally opening up just pain, right? And so then I have to tap into that and remember it. So 30 days I've been going through like this organizational frenzy and I am not organized at all. I can tell you where everything is, but I'm not organized at all. That is a minor brain function that lets you know that there's some other shit going on. So yeah, Einstein and, you know, different alchemists were disorganized, but it was starting to lose me money. I can't find this paperwork. I can't find that, like those types of things. Like I forgot that this, you know, was due, you know, um, so I devoted the last 30 days to get things organized and a reckoning. I could feel it was coming. Like everything was shifting. And so I don't want y'all to think I'm getting on here being a crybaby because I'm really not a crybaby. Like if y'all ever see me crying in public, you should run. Cause that means that whatever entity is about to take over and it's definitely a Negro. It's not a female. I don't have really female deities. These are dudes. And if I could best describe my, you know, my entity, it will most likely be ox from belly. Like the motherfucker that was like, what the guan? Like the, the, they had to slit his throat. He just actually died not that long ago. He actually passed away in Toronto, a Jamaican dude. So that spirit of war is always in me. My son's in Aries, my mother's in Aries, my brother's in Aries. My brother and I, you know, one of my brothers were not speaking. My mother and I, we've had our time. My son and I, you know, my son slipped at the mouth, but that's about it, you know, and that's fine. But I'm going to get to that. So my whole thing is that um, y'all don't know about this because I don't talk about things in real time. Because some of y'all do not wish me well. You wish me hell. So even though you listen, you listen to deceive, you listen to laugh, you listen to get a rise out of whatever pain I'm going through because, you know, I'm going to talk about it. But I'm a bolder bitch than you because you walk around like that every day, like everything's okay and you won't get help. And that, to me, is stank coochie energy. My shit don't stink. So I would much rather walk around with clear conscience and clean coochie energy than to sit around and make fun of someone else's pain. I don't do shit like that, even when you fucking deserve it, okay? When I see that y'all be doing, some of y'all talk too much. Like, y'all be out here, like, the minute some shit happens, like, oh, this happened and that happened, and I'll be like, yeah, I guess the spell work is working because y'all bitches do too much, okay? Me, you ain't going to find out till three to four business weeks fucking later if some fuck shit happens. So it all started, the reckoning started when – um. I went to take a nap. It was about a month ago. And I had just finished up my Reiki class with uh, Sierra because I do a lot of shit. So one of the things I do is I'm a licensed Reiki therapist, three to be exact, which means I can teach. But I went back to do the refresher courses because I'm designing something else uh, for online use, which is Raging Reiki. You guys can sign up for Raging Reiki, which is the studio that I used to rent out 
that I actually offered it for free. Y'all motherfuckers didn't want to come and smash nothing with a machete and with a, with a hammer and with axes and mallets. Some of y'all did, and I'm thankful y'all signed y'all disclosures. But we're going to find a way. Well, not find a way. I have a way to do it online where you can release energy, and now I can affect the masses. My gift is not just for the city. I try to give it to my city first. It's always rejected. And then when it goes global, then all of a sudden everybody wants to say, yeah, yeah, she's from the falls. No, I've been fucking saying that. Y'all don't fuck with me. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. My book was the same way. My 716BD.com was the same way. Like, it's all the same. You know, sometimes you have to go away from your home to get your paper because sometimes the people here don't support you. So, and that's okay. You know, whatever. So, I went to go, I finished up the Reiki class, which is a lot of energy. That's a lot of healing energy. But you have to be in the right space or you ain't going to understand what the fuck's going on. And there's different principles that we learn that if you are a real healer, you have to say these mantras every single day. So I go to take a nap after that because it's exhausting, because you're, you're tapping into a different energy because you have to use someone else's energy to try to heal them. You have to be in tune with their energy. I go take a nap and a tree falls on my truck. Now, my truck been paid off for years, and I was giving it to my son. He just turned 16. I was actually going to get a new truck in, like, February. And, like, it literally, I've, I've been so traumatized that literally when the, when the tree fell on my truck, I just was, like, in reindeer because it had this big-ass branch sitting out of it. Clear, sunny day, just whatever. I guess the tree was rotted. Oh, yeah, Yanza was having her, you know, escapades that day. It was real windy, and the tree fell on my car. It was still drivable, just a big-ass dent in the roof. So I take the car to get in. But before all that happens, I go back upstairs and take a nap. That's how desensitized I am to trauma because I'm just like, of course a tree fell on my car. What do you mean? Like, this is a day in the life of Denise, right? Of course a tree. That's why I don't get angry anymore. Cancel flight, you're right. I just start looking at it as the universe did not want me to be in that place at that time. I've seen too many plane crashes, too many car accidents, too many subway massacres in places that I should have been that I wasn't, that I just, I don't even fucking question it. I don't, I don't do none of that shit. I'm just like, Oh, okay. You didn't want me on the flight. Okay. I guess I did miss it then, you know? So, and then in the end, you know, to reflect on that, I'm, I'm always thankful. So I filed the the report. I bring, you know, the truck in first, they tell me it's going to be two grand of damage. Of course I keep uh, full coverage on that. And uh, then they said it's total. Like two days later, they're like, it's total. And I'm like, what? You know, so there goes my plan. What I thought I was going to do in February, which was give the truck to my son. Spirit's like, no, we want to get rid of this shit now. So, okay. I basically, because I have a studio near where I work, I said, well, you know what? You know, because my stepdad was like, well, I'll take you where you need to go. And I thought about it. I said, I don't even go nowhere. And I said, oh, I go grocery shopping because we're still in a fucking pandemic, just in case you <laughs> didn't know. So I only go to the grocery store once a week anyway. And anything else, I can walk. You know, I'm a avid runner, former marathoner, full marathoner, 26.2 miles. I'm good. You know, get my little exercise in. I'll walk the two blocks home, three blocks home, whatever. So I was on foot for two weeks you know, before we decided what to do with my truck. And uh, finally, I just decided it was just easier to just get rid of it. The end of an era, I had it for eight years, bought a brand new off the lot. It was the first thing I bought when I was promoted at my job that I've now been at now for 10 years, aside from everything else I did. I have a regular job I've been at for 10 years that I love. Um, 
also, and that's where I get to meet and, and minister to a lot of young women and young men there that are going through something or whatever. So that's another reason that I know I'm in the place I'm supposed to be because it's not just about what else goes on in that facility. So I go to pick out a car. I'm denied at the Range Rover dealership because I saw that my friend had a brand new one. And I'm like, yo, this is actually really nice. I haven't driven one in years, but because, you know, they're expensive. I've had just about any kind of car or truck you can think about. So really cars don't mean anything to me. I've been very lucky that the men that I dated were into cars. So I just kind of, you know, whatever, whatever keys were on the, in the kitchen. So I total out the car. I go to the Range Rover dealership with my brother who comes to pick me up. I have two brothers. And they don't speak to me. It was weird. It was like an episode of Lovecraft Country. Like, it was weird as fuck. Which, by the way, please watch Lovecraft Country. Aside from the aliens and shit, Letitia motherfucking Lewis, I mean, it's excellent acting. It's very good. So, and it's excellent symbolism and mysticism. If you're into some shit, like, is a lot of shit. Like, especially the reference that they did with Emmett Till, which Lovecraft himself, the writer, was actually a racist. It was my son that actually told me that he had a, a dog named Nigga Dog or something like that. So I decided that I'm not going to get a Range Rover. So I said, okay. So I, I don't care about cars. So I'm just kind of like I was trying to give a car to my kids. I'm like, maybe I'll go get a Prius. We used to own a Prius. The Prius is the car that I actually flipped over when I was in a mad rage, probably about 2015, when I tried to hit a girl in a parking lot because we had gotten to a physical altercation, which I'm old as fuck getting in a physical altercation. This is probably like five or six years ago, actually probably six years ago. and. <clears throat> When I blacked out, I got in the Prius, and I was driving so frantic that I almost hit her in the parking lot, but I actually flipped my car upside down like Dukes of Hazzard. We don't talk about that, right? I lost the Louboutin. I had the clown shoe Louboutins that were, like, the different colors around the around the sides and, like, the nude color up top, had leather sling back. And uh, I ended up going to the hospital. They had to cut me out of the car. Not a scratch on me. I'm sitting there upside down. My girlfriend, she, she's like, oh, my God, you look like the devil. And I'm like, that's because I am. Like, right now, this bitch hit me. We fought. I did not feel sufficient in the beatdown. And so I'm going to get in my car and try to, I don't know what I tried to do. Okay, I blacked out. Um, and it was at that point back then that I had to go to therapy. I haven't been in therapy since, like, 2015. And y'all know I'm very open about that. I'm very open if I'm on medication or whatever because it's it's a symbol of if I can do it, and it's not affecting me in a negative way. Because I was terrified of psychopharmaceuticals as well. Because I'm like, I'm a writer. I don't need you to numb me out and I don't remember shit. Because that's what we see, right? We see, like, oh, you ain't going to get me on the white people shit. No, bitch, this is black people shit, too. There are a lot of black people that, see, here's the problem in the black community. Y'all want to go and kill people and do all types of crazy shit and then say that you had postpartum or say that you were depressed or say that you were bipolar. No, bitch, get the diagnosis first. I'm not saying go kill people after you get the diagnosis. I'm saying it looks a lot better that it looks like you were trying to manage your mental health than you just deciding because it's very hard to prove in court. No, bitch, here go all my papers right here. Okay, it doesn't mean I'm going to get off. doesn't mean, you know, anything. It just means, bitch, I was trying. Yes, this bitch got fucked up, but I was trying. I was triggered. You know, not an excuse. You don't know who you're fucking with on a day-to-day basis. That's why I don't fuck with people. Okay, that's why people don't fuck with me. Because there's something about me that says, let me just leave this little raggedy bitch alone. Because she, you know what, she's like, she having a hard time today. And I'm the most happiest. Like, when you see me at work, I'm always smiling and shit. I don't give a fuck about nothing but the numbers when I'm at work. How you doing? Customer services is A1 supreme. But 
I'm just looking at the numbers. I'm just looking at the money. So that situation happens. And so I'm on foot, forced to stay in my apartment that I've had for six months that I've maybe stayed at a handful of times, like maybe twice I stayed there. And I just was thinking to myself, because I, I was supposed to be Airbnb in it and shit like that. That's the only reason I got it. It's a little one bedroom. But people rent it out. I was making money. People were renting it out 500 for a week. Fully furnished, nice, laid out, you know, everything brand new, fucking spotless. So <clears throat> I, um, I'm forced to have to stay there and be in solitude and be alone. And, you know, people that are constantly in chaos, not that thriving, but that are constantly in chaos and constantly in a world that moves, time to sit down. I don't have time to be silent. I don't have time to sit down. I don't have time to really do anything. I'm always multitasking, right? So I started to break down during the two weeks that I was there, like staying there just by myself and just like really thinking about things and getting things in order and getting things organized. And when you're on foot, you got to organize shit because I don't want to bother nobody for a ride. And so another trigger happened. So my sister and I get into it. Me and my sister get into it. I mean, she, you know, it is what it is. She's my little sister. She's 17, 18 years younger than me. I was 17 years old. My mom had it. My mom was in her 40s. And uh, we get into it about our other sibling. And my sister tells me I'm a bad person, you know, to the family because I think that money fixes everything. And this isn't to drag her. That's my little sister. I love her. It is what it is. But, like, to say something like that, like, after everything I've done for my family, everything, really, um, that hurt because, A, it's not true. So I think I hurt more that, like, you think that, like, you think that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I should just give to y'all. And she's like, oh, you throw it up in people's face when you do for them. I said, no, I don't throw it in your face. I remind you. You motherfuckers get on the Internet and you're talking about don't nobody do nothing for me. I'm self-made and all this other shit. Bitch, wait a minute. I didn't buy your daughter's school clothes for two years in a row. I didn't pay this for you. I didn't do that for you. Now, I don't publicly say that. But that hurts my feelings because it's like you're not even acknowledging that I'm still acting as the matriarch or the mother figure. And y'all motherfuckers just out here just, you know, having habits. I don't have habits. I drink a little vodka or some tequila or a little wine, but I don't have habits. That cost me hundreds of dollars a week. You know, weed, whatever it is. I don't, I don't do none of that shit. So me and her started getting into it. So my stepdad, which is her actual biological father, he gets in the middle. And he normally doesn't get in the middle, but I was unraveling. And he could see it because I'm starting to black out because I feel threatened, you're yelling. I asked you who the fuck you was talking to. That's the first question I asked, like, who are you talking to? Because, you know, my spirits want to know. They want to know who you're talking to so that we could just get prepared. So I come from a family of fighters. My mother was a fighter. She, my uncle was a fighter. Like, everybody likes to fight in my family. My brother is a fighter. My other brother is a fighter. Beat a man into a fucking coma at one point. Like, it's it just, it's it's in us. But we try to go against the grain because that's not an excuse that because it's in my blood like you know I'm trying to stop that we, we get therapy now like we, we talk to people about anger we don't punch people in the face no more no more so that 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 day I had to go pick everything about my car and I said that because me and my sister was beefing I was like well come on can we just go and he's like no I'm not taking you and this is a first for me because I always give my car up if anybody needs my truck, whatever, whatever, it's no problem. I always let people use it, whatever. And I'm not talking about, like, one day. I'm talking about, like, for months. Take the truck to work back and forth. I sleep during the day anyway. Just bring it back to me. At least 10,000 miles. So this one time that I really need your help, 
you say no. So in that moment, I'm hurt. I go to walk to my apartment, which is about a mile away. And this sounds like a long like way, but it's 10 blocks. And I call my friend. And I'm going to say this publicly. You know, I'm thankful. You know, I call my friend. And in that moment, I realize I can't even call Unc. Because, you know what I'm saying? So things started coming into perspective when I really needed help. Like, who was I able to call? So I called my homeboy. And without even a question, before I even made it to my apartment, he was there. The one that has a brand new range. That's the picture that you see Big Bank take Little Mac. He had another range, too, but saying he's retired, whatever, whatever. Young, retiree at that. So I, he takes me where I need to go. And this is like three hours worth of travel. I had to go drop off money. I had to go get everything out of my car. I had to, you know, get things out of my car. I'm rushing because I don't want to waste his time. He had to go see his sister in the hospital. Like, it was just, it was a whole situation. Then he drove me all the way back to the falls. He had to go all the way out, you know, 30, 40 minutes away. So I could say a lot about this motherfucker. He's a drunk. He does this. He does that or whatever. But the one time I needed him, he came through. So, you know, for that reason, that's always somebody that if you need anything, like, it is what it is. I don't care how many car accidents he get in. I don't care what the streets say about him. I don't care, like, what people say. When I needed him, he was there and the dude that I was fucking wasn't. So, you know what I'm saying? And that, you know, I wasn't speaking to him at the time. But, you know, it is what it is. Like, that's not, like, that's sad. Like, that the first person you're going to call is somebody that you know is going to be available to you because the other person was not. So that put things into perspective. That that was a trigger. My stepdad saying no was also a trigger because it was just another time when I needed help from a man and it was unavailable, you know. So these are all triggers. You know, everything's cool now. Um, so now I'm hurt, you know. So now I got to, you know, I have to rethink things. You know, I just put a roof on my mom's house, like shit like that, right? I feel not appreciated. I feel like y'all just, you know what I mean? So I stayed away from the house, calmed down. I devised another plan. I got organized. I went to D.C. to have a reset with my sister. I brought my son with me so that he could play with her kids because they're like cousins, you know. And one thing about my sister, you know, out in D.C., she's a principal. She was trying to be superintendent, whatever, whatever, Um She's real focused, right? So when she, she's Sagittarius, so when she gets into some shit, so I was like, I need to go out there with my laptop and I need to really get my shit together. I need to add some things to my website and I'm not able to do it here because I'm unfocused. So we flew out there and uh, I got shit done. And we didn't do shit. We didn't go nowhere. We didn't, it was really a work, like right before the kids go back to school, we said, but I came home, my girl Carolyn picks me up. It's not my white bitch. And, um, you know, we share a lot of similarities and a lot of, because the death of her brother um, was in sort of the same era as the death of my mom. And they were just like, I think, a year or so apart. So we always cling to each other for that. And um, a healthy trauma bond. So she picks me up from the airport, no questions asked, no nothing. And I was telling her I was going to go get a Prius which is what my mother drove before she passed. So all these things are happening, and I'm like, I'm so triggered. I'm just like, oh, fuck, you know? So my other homegirl, white girl, um, had moved out of state. She had just moved, like, right when all this happened. And, you know, I, I wasn't talking to her as much just because I was busy, I was working, you know, I had a bunch of shit going on, and just our relationship changed a little bit when she um, stopped working where I work, when she you know, had moved in with her friend um, because she was supposed to be moving 
to another state. So let me let me get with that. So I want to talk about white privilege, and I want to talk about white women that date or fuck black men, because I have plenty of friends that do so. And I want to talk about how you have to know the motherfuckers that you're fucking with, okay? And just because a black man fucks you does not mean he honors you. Like, it's no different than when he fucks black women. Y'all get the same shit, but y'all tolerate certain shit that I don't, and I won't. And none of the sisters that I know will. So we're never mad that you're fucking with black dudes because these are likely black dudes we would not fuck with anyway. You see, so, you know, my homegirl is in a situation where she gave up her apartment. She had to live with her black friend who she had just started speaking to again like a month prior because of a falling out. And I had started falling back from my friend because, A, I was busy because during quarantine I actually sold more products. Because elderberry, you know, we just did the elderberry harvest that'll be done in six weeks. You know, people were concerned. You couldn't get elderberry anywhere. And here I am. I'm fully stopped. So I did well. And during the middle of quarantine, she was doing shit like going to Home Depot for no reason. I want to buy a plant. Like, bitch, people are dying. Like, so I'm just like, okay, you know, you just got to be outside. 12 o'clock at night. She's like, yo, you know, let's go for a ride. And I'm like, no, nah, like, the fuck, there's nothing open. Like, Walmart's closing at 8. So that was strange. I was like, okay, you need to stay healthy. Next thing you know, she's like, I got a little tickle in my throat. Bitch, I don't want to fucking hear that. I got a kid in the house. Well, I'm going to leave you some elderberry tincture and the thing, because I lost it, this, 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 and this. Then she has a manic attack. This is not Carolyn. This is my other white friend. She has a fucking manic attack, and she starts texting me all day one day. I'm not responding because I know you're manic. Um... And I can't respond to that because there's no talking to a manic person. And you want to know why I know that? Because my mother was manic depressive. Trigger. The year before that, around this time last year, we've only been friends. It would have been two years. And I say would have been because I'm going to get to that. Um, About a year ago or some change, she tells me she wants to kill herself. And she was working in a facility where she helps people who have mental health disorders, you know, are homeless, whatever. And she was quitting her job. It was just a lot, right? And she was coming to work for the casino. She had got an interview. And I just told her, I was like, I don't have the luxury of, like, quitting my job because I have a child. Because she has a child, too. She has a daughter. Her daughter's older, well-rounded kid, beautiful. And I, you know, she tells me she wants to kill herself. And I'm like, what? So she's like, can you ride with me to the hospital? And I'm like, okay, you know, so I get up out of the bed and I ride with her. And I apologized to her a year ago. And I'm sorry I didn't realize that you were getting manic because I didn't know that your bipolar disorder was that bad, like, you know, because my mom had it. Okay. It didn't trigger me then. But I recognized it, right? So a year goes by, we're friends. And then when you really take inventory of your friendship, what were we doing? We were sitting around. We were gossiping. We were laughing. We were investigating slash stalking people. We were, you know, laughing because she's an excellent investigator. She found shit. I was like, oh, wow, how did you find that? Well, I went back four years. And at the time, I'm not thinking that this is disturbing or that it could be used against me or that it could harm me, you know. Um, But that's not a healed space, right? So this is just within the last year. We were drinking, whatever. And it's not that it was toxic. We had a good time. We watched movies, like, you know. Giggle, we had a great time. We had a lot of girls' time. We had a lot of girls' girls' nights. During quarantine, I couldn't afford to do that because 
your ass want to be in motherfucking Walmart and Home Depot and all these places right in the height of the pandemic. So you're talking March, April, May, like, bitch, go in the house, go in the house. So at that point, because my son has, you know, eczema, whatever, whatever, which also fucks with his respiratory because of his allergies, I can't let you in the house. I can't let you in any of my houses. So I started noticing that she was, you know, she wasn't working, you know, she got unemployment finally at my urging. I'm like, girl, just try it, you know, whatever, just get it for like two months and then stack your paper and then move. So she's getting me unemployment and she's, you know, challenged a healthy amount, more than what she was making at work, almost double what she was making at work. So of course I want to stay home for a minute too. She's living at her friend's house. You know, she says the friend won't take, the friend is black. She says, a friend won't take money from her. I'm like, yeah, but you still need to, you know, whatever. Every day is a complaint. You should be thankful that this bitch, I wouldn't give a fuck if the dog was peeing in my fucking bed. If I had a bed to sleep on, be fucking thankful for the dog pissing in your bed. That's not your bed. So this is a trigger because I don't like ungrateful motherfuckers. And then, you know, and I get it, like you're venting, but you're venting about a black woman to another black woman who don't got to let you live in her fucking house. Privilege. Okay. So now really don't have time to see you because I'm literally working during the quarantine, delivering, doing shit, you know, making sure that my family is healthy and my family is safe. And my stepfather's in his 60s, okay? So we cut out girls' night. We cut out all this shit. I'm not going riding with you. I'm not doing none of that shit because I'm tired, I'm busy, or, you know, whatever. I'm working. I'm trying to write this book. I'm paying bills, you know. So I only had her at the apartment like once, and I think it was like in passing, and that was even a little like, hey, if we're walking, can we go see your apartment type shit? And I'm like, okay, well, you know what I mean? Like, here's my thing, white women. If you are not invited somewhere, okay, don't invite yourself. It's very offensive to fucking black people because if we wanted you to fucking come, we would have told you. And then you put us in a position where, because you invited yourself, we're kind of like, oh, yeah, da, da, da. And we have to stop doing that. White or black. If you don't want somebody to be somewhere, no, I didn't invite you. Okay, because I noticed that you started doing that. You were dating somebody that you asked me about. They were legally married. So you did a lot of messy shit during that time. Okay. And I was like, okay, I can't be bothered with that because I specifically told you that the one dude you knew was fucking, his wife was fucking. You went and fucked hold on his fucking wife because his wife was fucking the same dude that you was fucking that you worked with. Very fucking messy. And I told you, I said, yo, I don't get involved with married Negroes, but at the same time, like, this is going to backfire because what if she come and beat your motherfucking ass? And then on top of that, you put in your, your people that you work with in danger because of the fact that, like, what if he, because that's his wife, goes and kills this man? This is the type of shit that I grew up in. My stepbrother and sister's mother was fucking murdered by her boyfriend, and then he killed himself in the fucking house. Yeah. Memorial Parkway here. That was my fucking family. Okay, and then they had to come with So, like, I don't, I don't play with these hoes like that. I don't play with these dudes. I mind my fucking business. I don't play like that. Then you turned around, and... When he got back with her, that didn't hurt your fucking feelings because I told you that was going to happen. You're not coming in between a fucking marriage. People got kids and, and, and fucking houses in common. Could leave if they wanted to. But they financially, usually when you're in a marriage, you financially can't exist without each other. You become, you know, co-financial. 
And that's not because he was married. It's just because it was messy, and I told you not to fucking do that, and you did it any fucking way. That was messy. That was, that was you know, and then you didn't, like, for what? What did you get out of it? And you're still homeless, okay? I'm not fucking no five T, and I don't got nowhere to lay my head, period. I'm not fucking no dick. I'm not doing nothing, Okay? But I wouldn't be in that situation because it, the dudes that I fuck with, they may not fuck with me like that, but they'll give me the money to go get a spot. And if they don't give me the money to go get a spot, they'll fucking give me a spot. Here, raggy bitch, here, take it. You see what I'm saying? Because we have respect, okay? It don't hurt your feelings that the dude that you've been fucking with for years didn't, couldn't offer you a place to fucking stay. And you found out he was fucking with somebody else. Like, it's too much. It's too much, okay? Then you try to tell me, like, oh, I hadn't had sex. In such and such a time You didn't know that the white dude you had sex with I knew the day you fucked him And you tried to buy him the same cologne That my son had That $400 from Versace No, buy that shit for your fucking daughter You're unemployed So little shit like that You start fucking lying and being deceitful I don't give a fuck who you fuck I don't judge you But have a place to fucking live It's Maslow's hierarchy of needs I don't give a fuck if I stay in my parents' house I don't give a fuck where I stay I have a place to stay that I probably paid for or it is paid for, okay? Still didn't judge you, not a problem. And I still don't judge you. You're in an unhealed space. I'm going to get to that. So now I'm going through what I'm going through. She moved away two weeks ago, okay? Can you imagine? I'm asking you, are you going to therapy? You're always talking about how it takes too long to get into the thing, but you'll wait to get Botox with me. That doesn't make sense, Okay? Because if I'm in an unhealed space and I need therapy, I'm going to get fucking help. Okay. Then, okay, the little shit you was lying about, the sad part is you don't even be knowing that I be knowing the shit that you're doing. Okay. So you try to romanticize everything. And some some shit is not to be romanticized. I don't romanticize me and Unk's relationship when we have one, when we don't. I don't romanticize that shit <clears throat> at all. It is what it fucking is. He's unable to be available to me when I need him, and so that should be, you know, that it is what it is. But if I need him financially, I'm sure he's there. If I need him, if I need a place to stay, I'm sure he's there. Okay, and I don't have history with him like five years and four years and two years and recycled dick with him. I don't have that, okay? So I'm sitting here like to be bothering her that like, you know, so as a black person, <clears throat> I'm going to tell you what your black friend saw when you were staying in her house, which is probably what caused the argument the day before you moved. Your black friend is watching you go out, get drinks, ride around, and she might even be participating. She's not working either. Okay. By the kindness of her heart, you end up staying in that woman's house for five fucking months. During that time, you visited your mom in Florida. You gave up your dog. You fucking visited your dad in, in, in fucking Connecticut. Then you came back. You had a situation out there. Then you were blowing up that motherfucker's phone, FaceTiming him. That motherfucker is on TV. He ain't fucking thinking about you. I don't give a fuck how cool y'all been. Okay? If I would have went to dinner with somebody in New York City and seen that every bitch that was sitting at the table was Latin with a boob job and an ass, the stomach was skinny, and I did not feel away. Oh, bitch, I'm coming home, and the bitch is eating fucking water sandwiches. Not because I'm in competition with that, but if that's what the, what the dude that I'm trying to fuck with likes, then maybe I should get my shit together. 
One minute, you know, because you was hanging with the white dude, one minute you working out every day, but you, but he motivates you. That's what you told me. He motivates you, but I didn't motivate you when I was getting up every day and doing it. You switch your steeds up over these cats that don't have nothing to offer you. That is a fucking mental illness. That's a sickness. So you get into it with your daughter during the quarantine and you call me and you're like, it's mad at me. I'm just going to kill myself. I don't have no reason to be here. And I'm like, dude, like, why would you say that? This is recent. This is like two months ago. I said, because you and your daughter get into it. She's being abused. And she, no, the fuck she's not. I said, but okay, if she was being abused, you don't even have a house to put her in. That right there would have hurt my fucking feelings. I would have been like, oh my gosh. She's like, well, she can come to my friend's house. Bitch, it's not your house. So if she was being abused, what was she going to do about it? Because I'm about solutions. When you come to me with a problem, I'm about a solution. You're either going to do this or you're going to do that. That's it. Ain't no, like, you know, emotions involved in solutions. It's, it's either this or that. You tell me you want to kill yourself again. I don't give a fuck if you were just playing or not. So I'm going to say something. My mom died of a motherfucking overdose, a parent suicide, okay? I don't talk about that because, you know, it was medically written out as something else. Can't say shit like that to me. Triggered. Okay, this is like two months ago. So now every time I, I started cutting back so I didn't have to be around you because your energy was chaotic to me. You know, it, it, it didn't make me feel good anymore. I wasn't really happy to see you anymore. I didn't want to hug you anymore. I didn't want to be around you anymore because you were engaging in reckless-ass behavior during a fucking pandemic. Okay? Then you leave. I didn't see you before you left. I went to lunch with you the one day. I was seeing you maybe once a month because that's all my heart could take. And, um, yeah, hour late. You told my oh, I thought you were coming to get me. I said, I don't have a car. Like, what, <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Some you didn't refer her to me. I'm like, because she's not in a healed space. If you want to work with her, that's fine, but I wouldn't. Yes, I did that. Don't. You can't mimic anything to do with me And you could, you could be upset if you want to Everybody in the United States of America Is watching your post sound more and more like mine And I don't think that imitation is a form of flattery It's a form of fucking psychotic behavior I don't want to be like nobody I don't want to be like nobody Period The only person I ever wanted to be like was my fucking mother That's really it Ain't nothing for me out here in this world goals Okay I want to be remembered for being the deity that I am when I walk the earth. And that means I have to pave my own way. I don't want to sound or act like no fucking body. Okay? You went to 4,000 million fucking readers for them to tell you the same fucking thing. I read your card. The cards ain't going to do nothing. They dragged you every time. You went to the same medium I went to. And then you do the shit and then don't even say like, oh, and by the way, that's, that's weird as fuck to me. On the on the you know social media, that he had two pages or whatever. You was like, no, he has three, and I'm like, what? You know, because you the one that found them for me, which I was thankful, whatever. Because I was like, oh okay, and you're like, he has three, and I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, you're you're like, yeah, I told you. I'm like, bitch, no, the fuck you didn't, because I didn't know about a third page. So you see what I'm saying? That's weird as fuck to me, right? So now I'm sitting here like. Like, are you, like, on my dude's face? Like, what the fuck's going on? 
And then you fucking open up a new page because you're upset because one of your friends fucking commenting on your baby daddy who ain't spoke to you in fucking 12 years. I'm like, why are you on this page, though? This is fucking toxic, unhealed behavior, okay? But your posts are like, oh, yeah, I got this from this witch and I got that from this witch. Like, you understand that the one witch that you went to is Wiccan. And then you're turning around and you're saying at the end of a post, I say, It ain't got nothing to do with being fucking wicked. And, yes, you can be a non-binary bruja. You can do a lot of shit. But you sound fucking crazy. That are looking at your post like, you, what the fuck are you talking about? My ancestors? Bitch, your ancestors owned fucking slaves. I never addressed you about it because maybe you was on your journey, whatever, whatever. If that's what makes you feel good, cool. You want to look like a fucking clown, the, the wicked Agitated my spirit so bad. I want to fuck you up. You keep pushing my buttons, and I don't even think it's not your fault because you didn't know. But I didn't know how to verbalize that you were fucking personifying my mother. The suicide attempts, the mania, the fucking unhealed spaces, the fucking running after niggas and shit like that. Bitch, I can't. I could not be around you, and it wasn't your fault. So I didn't say nothing to you, but what did you do? Because you're so privileged. You're white privileged. You kept fucking fucking with me. How come I didn't see you? How come I didn't? Bitch, just leave me the fuck alone, okay? And it took me until, like, just this morning to realize that's the the reason that I was being allergic to you and I didn't want to see you is because you remind me of my fucking mother. No, I don't want to be around you, Okay? Because I fucked my mother up before she died. Talking shit, saying shit that she didn't mean in front of my kid. And I don't talk about that. Okay? Bitch, you was in danger. I was going to beat your motherfucking ass. Because you just kept fucking bothering me. You just wouldn't leave me alone. So I try to be nice because it wasn't your fault. But you being who you are. You kept going with the privilege. Oh, you're mad at your friend because she gave away your room. It's not your fucking room. It's her house. Bitch, you should have been content to sleep on the fucking couch. You cannot use black women for anything. Her, use me. You know what I'm saying? Your daughter don't halfway fuck with you because you act like this. You think she doesn't see what the fuck you do? She's a good kid. Okay. You need to get your fucking self together because somebody's going to beat your mother. And the bitch filed. You're going on a girl's trip that you didn't even invite the black friend on. Okay? You didn't even invite her. It was you and your white friend. The sister of the white dude you fucked who said, who you said had a little ass dick and he said you had dirt ass pussy. Okay, so there's that. And you're telling the sister that. Don't no sister want to hear about how her brother's dick is? The fuck? Like, what are you, what? Okay, 
So y'all go on a trip. I've never seen these people. I've never been around any of your friends, right? Which is why when Tasha came to town, I don't want you to be around my friends. You know why? Because it wasn't about you. You kept calling me. You kept calling me. You want to hang out. I don't want to fucking hang out with you with Tasha. Tasha's going through a fucking divorce. She ain't going through no homeless shit that she fucking created herself. She's going through a divorce. That was our time to be together. She came here. She stayed at the crib. So you come back to town. I was in D.C. that day. You called me out the blue. I haven't heard from you, which is okay. It's fine. I just was letting it, I was letting it die. Okay. The day you called me, little do you know, I was a fucking therapist. And you said to me, so-and-so did this and I don't have a place to stay. Is your apartment available? Can I, can I just stay there? Somebody in there? And I said, no. Okay. I was in D.C. I'd already had an appointment when I came back to go to the therapist. I said, no, you can't because somebody's in there. And you're like, oh, well, I'm going to have to go get a hotel. I come to find out, lady, you complaining about a $200 for a hotel for three fucking days. But yet you went and got your hair done from Chrissy the day before that. You got to pick a fucking struggle. But, you, but also your friend sees you booking hotel rooms just to sleep at night because you was fucking beefing with her. If I'm beefing with somebody the day before I move out of town, I'm not going to think that I can come back and stay at their house. Anytime I go out of town, I have hotel money. I have rent a car money. I have money to eat, money for whatever, okay? You got to grow the fuck up and understand you need to do the same. You were supposed to be going to your dad to help him. You're sitting here complaining that his tax bill is $2,500. You either going to pay the shit or you not. Some offerings, like I told you before, don't have to do with the altar. They have to do with this. I'm honoring my ancestral bond. I'm honoring, you know, my father by going ahead and paying this because I know he can't pay it. If you fucking can do it, go ahead, pay it. Chop it out. You act like motherfuckers ain't never did that before, okay? And you know I just dropped eight on my parents' roof, and that was a sale, okay? You can't talk to me about doing shit for your parents because that's what you should be doing. I don't give a fuck what the fuck they did for you. I don't give a fuck who else was in the house to do it. Bitch, if you have it to do, do it. You will be blessed for it. But you don't get that correlation yet because you're not healed. So now, okay, because I don't get back till late, you wasn't concerned. That's cool. And then you call me from Portland, because I went to Portland just for no reason, just because. Uh, you go to Portland, you know, you call me from the record store, say you got a record for Boom. It was weird, because I was in the record store that day, too. So I said, cool, just drop it by Sunday night or whatever, whatever night it was. We left the door open, you didn't drop it by. Now you've involved my son, and you know I don't play that. I don't even let people say my son's name. Monday, you're back in town, and you call me. That Monday, I was at the therapist. Okay, I didn't tell you that because I need to help. Because um, it wasn't you, it was going to be somebody else that got it. This anger, okay, this pain. And um, I met the doctor, you text me, and you text me this long-ass thing. And I said, no, my, you said, this is exactly what you said. This is your privilege talking. You said, I was like, what are you doing? I was like, because I'm at the doctor's right now. You didn't even say, is everything okay? Because you, know, you don't care, right, because you're a user. And you said, um, and you let people use you too. That's where that energy comes from. Because if you would put your foot down, wouldn't happen, you wouldn't have that type of energy. You'd be able to get it from the mud like everybody else does, every black woman has had to do, okay? So you say, well, I'm getting ready to go check into a hotel unless your apartment is available. You know, I don't, I don't like the way you said that. And it wasn't available because you just assume. Now, here's what I would have done. When you knew it wasn't available last week, you should have asked, could you stay there on Monday? Now, mind you, before you left, you just fucked a couple people. Why can't you go stay with them? I don't fucking understand. Okay? I don't understand. Okay? That is, and uh, listen, there are sex witches. There are sex brujas that that's what they do, but bitch, they get in shit. You be scared to ask somebody for something, but they can ask for some pussy? What part of fucking, what, what part of the game is that? 
You like to fuck black men, but you don't let black men fucking, you let them do you any kind of way. When was the last time you went to dinner? When was the last time somebody went out with you in public? When was the last time somebody did something nice to you just to be nice? Okay? You let them fucking talk to you whenever the fuck they're like, and listen, if that's what Unc does, trust me, he pays a healthy price to be able to fucking do that. Okay? He pays a very healthy price. Now I got to sit up here and worry about is she going to try to fuck with him, like, on some old, like, texting his bitch from a different place or a bitch from a different, you know, thing. This is this. I said to myself, I said, I pray she don't do no shit like that like she would have done to others. I said, because she already know, you know, for somebody that functions the way you do and you still have a daughter that lives here, I wouldn't be bothering with people. I wouldn't. You have a lot of karmic debt that you have to satisfy because you can romanticize anything these niggas say to you. You fucked with two married men in a six-month period. I don't give a fuck what they said about their wives. I don't give a fuck what the wives did. Bitch, there is a consequence and a debt that is associated with that. That's why I don't fuck with married men, okay? Girlfriend, I don't give a fuck. Like I said, if you had a girlfriend for 100 years, bitch, that's your girlfriend. She ain't got no rights to you legally on paper. I'm good with it, okay? I want you to do better. Okay, I love you as a friend. I want you to do better, but bitch, you're fucking killing me. Okay, and you are going to push me to a place where I'm going to fucking go off on you. So then what you do because your child is from petty. That Monday, I had went and picked berries. I sat at my parents' house from 2 o'clock in the afternoon to 3 in the morning, and I picked berries, elderberries, off the branch because we went out to the farm to get them for the tinctures, and I picked them, and I shucked them, and I picked them one by one, and everything was cool, man. It was the most peaceful under that full moon. It was like that's what the fuck I was supposed to be doing. I was really at peace just outside shucking berries, and I'm a fucking classy, chic bitch, okay? I'm out here shucking berries with, like, a fucking do-rag on. Like, I just felt, I felt... I felt loved. I felt like welcomed, you know, by the by the universe and just the powers that be. So I'm like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So in this moment, you text me the next day at two o'clock in the afternoon talking about, hey, after somebody was like, Yo, Deanna's in town, you seen her? I said, Nah, I don't have the liberty to talk to you sitting here with fucking, you know, I don't know, a hundred pounds of leaves and stalks. I, I just I don't have the capacity to do that right now. If you would have called me, and I didn't have a car, okay, if you would have called me and said, like, yo, meet me out here, I'll come scoop you up, like, whatever, whatever, you didn't do that, it's fine. So the next day, you don't get to have dibs on me when I'm out at the farm. You tell me, hey, I literally forgot to text you back because it was not important because I had other shit that needed to get done. These berries had to get cleaned and sifted and all this other shit, right, and canned. I would have loved for you to come over and help, but you didn't. You just out here just doing what you do. It's fine. That's what you do. Wednesday, you text me some shit about your friend. I'm not responding to that because everybody knows how to get a fucking hold of me. I'm not calling this motherfucker, and this is just another ploy to get me to communicate. I don't want to fucking communicate right now. I'm busy. I'm working. I'm working on my mental health. I just cation. Now I have a new disorder, okay? Bitch, I'm fucked up. I don't want to talk, okay? They're looking at me like, bitch, you can have a nervous breakdown. I'm like, no, I can't afford it right now because I have stuff going on. Is there something we can do? I get mandated to a, a motherfucking a therapist, and all I did was going for a general practitioner fucking exam, okay? Bottom line is then all of a sudden you fucking, and I wasn't even going to say nothing about it, but I just feel it's time that you know, okay, because it's nothing personal. Then you turn around, and I'm posting shit you know, that I get in my DMs or shit like that, and I posted something in the blue about healing and bitch, you're not Wolverine and shit like that. 
I'm clearly talking to somebody. It's clearly not you. And you're going to text me while I'm at my, my friend Ashley's house in Buffalo. Talking about we good. And I'm like, uh, what you mean? And you're like, because when I was there, I tried to see you. And I'm like, ma'am, you know, and I'm drinking whatever. And I'm like, ma'am, come on now. Like, you came here. You said you had an album for my kid. Everybody knows they could just drop by my parents' house. The door usually be open. And if not, you can call somebody, whatever, whatever. You know, and it just goes back to the time that you said one minute you was going to get an apartment here. I filled out a, you know, I'm the friend that writes out the shit that says, yeah, she worked here and here's her documents and this, this, and this. You had me go there and cut and paste, do all that fucking shit, okay? And then you left this shit in there for two two to three days. It got rained on. And then when you decided again after you was out of your mania, you come back and you're like, oh, did you still have that paperwork? Nah, bitch, it's done and I'm not doing it again. Check yourself, okay? Check yourself. You're not a very good friend right now, okay? And I'm not a very good friend to you. You know why? Because I'm fucking suffering right now, and I can't be your friend right now because me and you are not in the same hill space. We may have been a year or two ago, and I will always honor and cherish that, and I can't wait for you to get help and for you to start adhering to some shit and putting down roots and deciding what you want to do. But you triggering me is going to make me lose everything, bitch. It is. And I know you're going to be like, I didn't mean to do that, and you're going to need to be mad. I don't give a fuck, okay? I don't need you to contact me. I don't need you to send me a long text, bitch. I don't want it. I wake up yesterday. This is how fucking petty and ridiculous you are. And I get a, a, a notification that you're following me on Facebook. Now, everybody knows, like, I don't pay attention to shit like that. If it ain't my dude following me, which they don't, because it's just too devastating for them because they see shit. And I'm like, I don't even know that motherfucker. You know, people posting shit, they beautiful, whatever. The shit that I be dragging out for. Um, and I get a notification saying, you following me. And I'm like, what? So I go and then I look on the Instagram, you know, I'm following me. So I just was like, man, listen, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you, but I know I don't need you looking at me. I don't need to be looking at you. So I bought you. Because you did that shit on purpose. You want a reaction out of me. And trust me, the reaction you're going to get is not one that you're going to ever forget. Because you know what the problem is? Nobody ain't never beat your motherfucking ass. You are allowed to function and roam around the city and do whatever the fuck you want to do and fuck this one and fuck that one. Not realizing these people be having whole other situations going on and you, you keep quiet about shit and that's what's up. But you're not even making these motherfuckers pay you for your silence. Nobody did nothing for you for your birthday. Nobody like, what the fuck? And you don't care, and you're right. That is how you view yourself. But don't run around telling people that you're healed and you're in a healed space and you ain't come to the fucking conclusion that you really is a hoe-ass hoe out here. You really is. And the reason that I know I can't even say you a hoe because hoes get paid. You don't. You don't even be liking the sex with these niggas. At least if I fuck a motherfucker, I bust. Okay, and I, I don't mean to be disgusting, but I'm busting. I'm getting something out of it. If you ain't giving me no money, you give me a nut. It's one or the other. You're going to eat this ass. You're going to eat this. So you're going to do everything. And I'm for it. I'll cheer it on. Yes, go get that done. But if you're not getting nothing out of it, baby girl, you got to stop. Because that means you become a cum receptacle. I ain't never going to be nobody's motherfucking cum receptacle. I'm too important. And if you felt better about yourself, you wouldn't let bum-ass motherfuckers fuck with you like that. And I've told you before. Okay, you sat up in that woman's house and disrespected her and then was mad because she told you to sleep in her daughter's room? Bitch, you had a place to sleep. Your privilege made you go get a hotel. She didn't make you go get a hotel. You didn't want to stay there. You know how fucking fucked up that looks? I wouldn't let you stay in my motherfucking house either. And half the time that you was in quarantine, my apartment was available. I didn't want you in there. And I didn't want you in there because a broke energy is a chaotic energy is a demonic energy. 
because that's too easy. I worked for that ten grand worth of fucking furniture, and I worked for all of it. Okay, that is my fruit of my labor, not yours. So why should I let you enjoy something that I worked for when I'm supposed to be using it to make money, and you didn't do shit? No, you need to fucking understand that black women have enabled you to be this way. I did, your friend did, okay, because nobody is checking you on your shit. You can be mad, you can be crying, don't fucking call my phone. Do not call my motherfucking phone for at least five business days because I'm not going to believe that you are in a different space. You can look at it and tell that you're in a manic energy. You called me one day 42 times and then finally was like, I need to get myself out of your house. Why? Just because I didn't answer you that day? You are not important to me right now, bitch. I'm fucked up. That's your problem. You think you are more important to people than they are to themselves, okay? You cannot do that. you got to be important to yourself. So you go and you take everything out of my house, which I let you use my house for storage. Bitch, I wouldn't have did that. I'm, gonna, I'm mad, so I'm going to go inconvenience myself. Bitch, I'm not inconveniencing myself because I'm mad. What did you really mad for? What did you really delete me for? The energy shifted because I did not want to whoop your motherfucking ass. And the reason that I can say that, and this is not a threat, it's not because you did something to me. It's because your energy is bothering me, and I couldn't be around you, okay? It's not a threat. I'm not threatening you. I'm not, I've not said a name. I've not. Y'all know I'm slick with the shit. The bottom line is I stayed away from you because you think that I'm a nice person. Bitch, I'm not. I'm heinous, real bad. And I have not had an incident since 2017. And we know what happened in 2017. And then before that, I didn't have an incident since 2014 or 15 when I flipped the car with myself in it. Okay? I've dealt with suicidal ideation years ago. I've dealt with, you know, feeling unwanted and, and being damn near homeless with my kid and shit like that when I first went through my divorce. I'm not going through that shit with you. And it's not because I don't want to be your friend. It's because you're not trying to get better. You think that you can adopt all these African deities and these ideas and phantom awareness altars. None of them are going to help you. You know how my spirit talks to me about abundance? They give me work. They make me work. Some, you know, maybe you'll get a windfall. Your deities ain't fucking with you. You don't, you barely give an offering. Yeah, the candles is nice. The water is nice. Baby girl, you got to get more than that. Some of my deities got bracelets, lofty bracelets, fucking necklaces, custom-made shit. You know, the biggest offering you can give is to your fucking family, to yourself, to your daughter. How the fuck are you going to go buy a dude a $400 bottle of cologne that my son got out of Vegas, a Versace joint, and your daughter don't have one? That's some shit my mother would do. Okay? It was for my protection and your safety that I started getting away from you because I couldn't, I've never experienced this where a friend of mine has triggered me to the point where I was like, my energy is just clashing with hers. I didn't want you to hug me. We always greeted each other with a hug. And I don't even know that it's your fault because it's just where you are right now. But I know that you have the capability to do some fuck shit. I want to say just clearly on the world wide web, please don't. Because now you've been allowed to function out here in the world and do fucked up shit to people and bitches don't know that you did it and so on and so forth. Eventually it's going to catch up to you. Please don't let it be one of mine that catch up to you. Okay? Because you know what he does. Okay? Just don't. Because I know it crossed your mind.
saying that on the live web, and yes, they was black. And I thought to myself, I would never do something like that. Black boy cutting himself. Bitch, I don't give a fuck what the fuck y'all got going on in the house. And it wasn't physical abuse. Black people think that because we ain't beating our kids that it's not abuse. That's not true. Okay? I got to call CPS. I got to get into it with his mother. And you think I'm worried the fuck about you this week? I'm not. CPS was called. The boy gets out the house. They drop him off. The police have to place the boy back in the home. We ain't heard from the boy in two days. You think I really give a fuck about what's going on with you because you deleted me off Facebook? Bitch, this is child's play. I don't give a fuck about that. I'm only talking about it to show how fucking petty and low you are right now. Okay? That's how petty and low you are. Okay? It must be exhausting trying to figure out what you're going to do next instead of just sitting still and saying, this is what I want to do. Laying in the bed and was still getting to the money. Okay? She was still ordering shit. She was still getting her purses. My mother was wearing Michael Kors before that shit was even fucking popular. Okay? She was wearing that shit like play clothes. Okay? Because she was always going to get to the money. Even laying in the bed, she was still getting money whether it be from me or from her husband or whatever, whatever, okay? You're not healed past your baby father. You're not healed past the shit your mama did. You're not healed past the shit your daddy did. You're not healed past... I watched my mother get beat up. You think that you're a good person, and maybe you are, but right now you're not. You're toxic to me. Your energy is very dark, bitch, very dark. And you're triggering my dark energy, and bitch, you won't win. <laughs> you won't win. Like, it, it, it would be terrible, and I respect you enough not to put my hands on you, and I'm not saying that as a threat. I'm just, I wish you knew me better so that you would understand <laughs> That, like, it's fight or flight for me. So I'm trying to take flight. You keep poking me and doing little shit. And I'm telling you, the ass whooping wouldn't even been for no reason. It would have just been because my demons don't fuck with yours. They're more powerful because they've been here longer. But you ain't got no problems. You You don't have no motherfucking problems. You have white privilege. That's what you have. You have the privilege to go around and be unseen and go around and be a cumbrance up the court and go around and fucking not heal. I don't have the privilege to do that. I'm out here doing this show right now before my kid comes downstairs. Okay? You didn't do nothing to me. I just can't be around you because you being unhealed is going to trigger me. You know? I had to get, I had to get rid of Unc. Because I said to him, I said, look, I respect his demons. I respect what's going on, but I have to be a realist about the shit. And I've always been real about what's going on with him, and I always. And I said to him, I said, it's like I feel like something bad is getting ready to happen because now we're coming into a space where nobody's fronting anymore. I said, so I feel like we should just, it's like the plate tectonics, right? They, they go back and forth and they have motion. And when they crash, causes earthquakes tsunami okay so it's not just you okay 
I want y'all to understand that it's okay. Like if a motherfucker, like you don't have to explain your healing to nobody. You don't got to explain. Like I'm, I'm only explaining this to you because I respect you and I loved you as a friend and I want you to get some help. You know what I'm saying? I want you to take your meds. I want you to go to the doctor. I want you to work on your relationship with men and stop allowing them to do you the way that they do. That shit hurts me because I don't understand. I don't got no friends with no dirt-ass pussy. All my friends get married or get stalked. It's one or the other. Okay? I can't fuck with you right now because you do too much manic shit. And due to that fact, it's going to cause me. I don't get manic. I get angry. You know, and we sit there and we think that, like, you know, oh, black women, we should just, I don't take that shit. Um, I don't. So you have to stay the fuck away from me, you know, and it's not nothing personal. It's just that you need to heal. In order for you to fuck with me on any level, you have to heal. And I blocked you because I don't need you fucking trying to assimilate anything that I'm fucking doing. You sit up there and you talk about white people, and I know you're not racist. I know that's not what it is. It's not that. You assimilate a lot of black culture without having the pain of having gone through black culture. Just because you fuck black men does not mean that you understand black men or you understand black women or even your black child. And I just want you to get help. So, y'all, I probably ain't going to have another show like this. But just so you know, y'all, I'm back in therapy. (laughs) They're trying to put a bitch on medication, which if I need it, I will take it. Because this isn't depression. This is me trying to – I don't really get depressed like y'all do, like where I'm, like, crying and shit like that. I start doing too much, like, as far as work is concerned, until I burn myself out. Like, two days ago, I slept 12 hours. So, this was a cleanse. You know, I'm going to leave this show up. I think the last time I cried like this was when Shan passed. Keisha, I'm going to be fine. It's just that, like, I just want her to get help, and I just want to be okay. I just want to be able to move forward in my life. And I already got to write a book about my mom. I don't need to see her every day and you, you know. So when I say I was going to fight you, bitch, I used to fight my mom. So if I would fight my mom, I really don't give a fuck about a bitch in the street. You know, my mother was my first abuser. Wasn't my father, it wasn't a man, it was my mother. So I gotta deal with that and I can't do that with you. So y'all, I'm gonna play this new Drake track for you, which is pretty much like on point and on schedule. My son just came down here. We gotta end the show. But just so y'all know, I'm a real person. I'm a human. I do fucked up shit. But I just pray that none of y'all ever cross me in a way that I have to summon my demons to handle yours. Okay, I love you, girl, I do, but you just, you, you need to get some help. All that suicide shit and fucking being petty and all that stuff, that stuff is so low vibrational, and it is really chaotic, which is demonic. A confused spirit is a demonic spirit. Get that shit out of here. Nobody needs to deal with that. You need to deal with that. You need to get help. If you'll sit in line to get Botox, get your lips done, get anything else done, you should be able to sit in yeah, sometimes we laugh, sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now Baby, I took a half and she took the whole thing, slow down Baby, we took a trip, now we on your block and it's like a ghost town Baby, where did these be at when they said they doing all this and all that 
these and you phones, you can't even pay me enough to react. Been waking up in the crib, and sometimes I don't even know where I'm at. Please don't pay that songs in this party, I can't even listen to that. Anytime that I ran into somebody, it must be a victory lap, ayy. Shawty come sit on my lap, ayy. They saying Drizzy just snap. This in between us, is not like a store, this isn't a closable gap, ayy. I see some n****s attack, and don't end up making it back. I know that they at the crib, going crazy down bad. What they had didn't last, damn baby. Sometimes we laugh, and sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now. Baby, I took a half, and she took the whole thing, slow down. Baby, we took a trip, now we on your block, and it's like a ghost town. Baby, where did these be at when they said they doing all this and all that? I'm in the trenches, relax. Can you not play that little boy in the club? Cause we do not listen to rap. We in Atlanta, I buy her wig. She telling me Tay is the best. Pointed at who act like a killer, but you only one from the net. I'm like the baby, I'm not just a rapper. You play with me, you won't get stretched. been embraced, and the money's hard to make, so I bet they on their face right now, I know that they at the crib, going crazy down bad, what they had didn't last, damn baby, sometimes we laugh, sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now, baby, I took a half and she took the whole thing, slow down, baby, we took a trip, now we on your block, and it's like a ghost town. Baby, where did he be at when they said they doing all this and all that? When he tell the story, that's not how it went. No, they be lying 100%. Moved out of the rent and forgot about the band. Now they just called me to tell me, come get it. Now that boy off and I don't want no credit. If it was me, they wouldn't regret it. Let me be dead and now they want not daddy. Yeah. Heart is still beating my Still eating, back out a little like the garden eating. Pillow talk with him, spilling the tea, and then Shorty came back and said she didn't mean it. It's hard to believe it. I know that they at the crib, going crazy down bad. What they had didn't last, damn baby. Sometimes we laugh, sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now, baby. I took a half, and she took the whole thing, slow down, baby. We took a trip, now we on your block, and it's like a ghost town. Baby, where did you be at when they said they doing all this and all that?